0: We used to think of gender and sex as synonymous, but these days we use these two words differently. Sex is biological. Gender is how you identify yourself and your experience. Gender is like sex. It's on a spectrum. Uh, Gender is like sex. They're both on a spectrum. That's Bill Nye, the engineering guy, who used to have a children's show. Now the media uses him to sing from the party sheet music. Bill Nye has a bachelor's degree in engineering, and then he got a children's show, and he wears funny clothes, and he's goofy, so the media treats him as though he's the Albert Einstein of our era. He's an idiot. Now, there are two genders, male and female. A woman is an adult female human. A man is an adult male human. You can fill in the rest. A boy. A girl. Keep the Democrats away from him. And I love this NBC News correspondent, Kat Tenbarge. She got like ten barges of dumb. She reported, uh, NBC News, she reported that grooming works. That uh, when radical sexual deviants sink their teeth into children, uh, they become more likely to grow up to be gender-fluid, non-binary, like the mass murderer in Colorado Springs, for example. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. He was uh, in that category, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And he uh, ate the, you know, young boys that he uh, kidnapped and uh, raped and murdered. And um, He was uh, definitely a Democrat voter, Jeffrey Dahmer. a. He got his come up in jail. The Democrats would have fought to free him like Sirhan Sirhan and John Hinckley. They love death more than you love life. They're like Al Qaeda. Now, San Francisco, you may have heard, they, um, boy, I got to tell you, they've got this. San Francisco launches $1,200 per month guaranteed income for transgender, transgender people. a month, other people's money, if you identify as transgender because that makes you um, a victim. You're automatically in a victim category. Therefore, the taxpayers owe you something. So they're going to steal from one group of people to give to another group of people because they're unwell. They're very unwell. Now, San Francisco, uh, I saw it when Byron York tweeted it out over the weekend. Applying for San Francisco's new transgender entitlement involves filling out a very long form. And the Washington Examiner uh, had the story, Byron York. And, uh, and he published um, on his uh, Twitter, and it's available also in the Washington Examiner story, a list of the various choices you have to make when you're applying for your free $1,200 a month because you're transgender. Is that the same as non-binary, like the mass murderer at the gay club in Colorado Springs? It's hard to say, isn't it? So let's go with this. Um, the, uh, the, the, the Lion or Leon Martin Community Health Center, the transgender district, they have a form that you're required to fill out to apply for the free $1,200 a month. And you can identify under trans status. Check all that apply. As transgender, non-binary, like the mass murderer in Colorado Springs, he'd check the second box right there, right out of the gate. Gender non-conforming, intersex, none of the above. None of the above. Pronouns. She, her, hers, he, him, his, they, them, theirs. It, its, its. It. You can go by it. This is, uh, your th- like cousin it. And the Adams family, C O slash C O slash C O S. Nobody knows what that means. Z Zim Zis, Z Here here's Z Zem Ziers. Then E Y slash E M slash E I R S. This is the Democrat Party today. They are mentally ill, and it goes on and on and on for pages. V. Veers, no pronoun, just name declined, not listed. Cisgender woman, woman, transgender woman. That means man. Woman of trans experience, woman with a history of gender transition, trans feminine, feminine of center, MTF. That's male to female. As another MTF, they got uh, CSA, child sexual abuse, and we all we're all supposed to be up on their codes, right They're... Their new codes. Right. CSA is also the Confederate States of America, another Democrat Party project. So if you see, uh, you know, a Democrat wearing a CSA Confederate States of America belt buckle, keep them away from the kids because it might also mean, you know, child sexual abuse. But there you go. Feminine to center, trans feminine. Demi girl, T girl, trans girl, sister girl, cisgender man, man. <laughs> yeah, that's an option, man. Transgender man. Now, this is—I've just hit on. I think one of four pages. Man of trans. I'm a man of trans experience. A man with a history of gender transition. Trans masculine, masculine of center. Uh, FTM, female to male, demi boy, T boy, trans guy. These are all choices in the uh, and it, and it goes on and on. Now, one of them there is gender beep. Gender and the F word is one of the choices that you can make, spelled out right there. Gender and the F word is right there. Gender fluid, gender variant, gender non conforming, gender outlaw. You're a gender outlaw. Tomboy, pan gender, gender creative. And it means you spray paint your genitals or something like that. Gender expansive, third gender. <laughs> Neutro, neutrois, <laughs> neutrois. It would be French neutrois. Omnigender, polygender, gray-gender. gray gender, gray—the color gray gender. These are just some of the choices you have when you are applying for other people's money in San Francisco. There are more. That's entertainment. That is, these people are very, very unwell. Now, with that, let's go to John F. Kennedy. And I'm not talking about the current Senator John F. Kennedy. I'm talking about President John F. Kennedy. He When did he give this speech? 1964? (laughs) That's a little joke because, uh, you know, uh, November 22nd, 1963, a communist shot him in the head. A communist named Lee Harvey Oswald uh, shot him in the head and killed him. But uh, in 1963, John F. Kennedy gave a speech. He had a sister who was... Uh, mentally impaired and was institutionalized and treated quite uh, shabbily at a bare minimum. But here's John F. Kennedy in February of 1963 talking about uh, mental illness in the United States and the number of people who have been institutionalized because of mental illness. With respect to mental illness, our chief aim is to get people out of state custodial institutions
1: and back into their communities and homes without hardship or danger.
2: Today, nearly one-fifth of the 279 state
0: mental institutions are fire and health hazards. Three-fourths of them were open before World War II. Nearly half of the 530,000 persons in our state mental hospitals are in institutions with over 3,000 patients. Now, key to that moment he said there are five hundred and thirty thousand people who had been institutionalized in mental institutions, and he said his goal was to empty them out. And uh, yes, there were snake pits, and there was a movie made called "The Snake Pit" about uh, how awful it was in state-run mental institutions, and and I'm guessing that there were some people in there that didn't belong in there and that if you were in there and even if you did belong in there, you probably weren't getting great care. But let me, let me uh, share this with you. John F. Kennedy, 1963, 500, Now, and let's keep another thing in mind. In 1960, the pop, according to the census, I looked it up, population of the United States was about 180 million people, fewer than 200 million people. Now, we're more than 330 million people, right? So uh, an increase, of about 150 million, nearly doubling the size of the population of the United States of America. And at that time, there were 530,000 people in mental institutions. Today, how many do you think there are with a population not double, but, you know, approaching double the size? Now... There are about 45,000, less than one-tenth. In fact, according to uh, several websites um, that that are, you know, mental health websites, there are only 35,000 hospital beds in mental hospitals in the United States of America, 35,000. There may be as many as 45,000 people who have been institutionalized, 530,000. In 1963, let's just go at the highest number, 45,000 now. Population nearly twice the size of the population of the nation, right? Now, uh, you may ask yourself, is this my beautiful house? (laughs) Is this my beautiful wife? And uh, you may ask yourself, well, what happened? Where are all of the... And the answer is, They're living in tents underneath bridges all over Washington, D.C. and San Francisco and New York City and Chicago and all across the nation that we have decided that the cure for mental illness is to throw people out into the streets to fend for themselves and and vote Democrat and vote for Joe Biden and to shoot people and to stab people and and to commit mayhem and murder and to and to lay down in traffic and and to panhandle to try to scrape up enough money to get another meal to stay alive for another day. And if you look at these numbers, it explains a lot. It explains homelessness. It explains homicide rates. It explains crime. It explains, you know, not entirely, but these are major elements. The number of mentally ill people that we've just tossed onto the streets of the United States of America you know, in theory, let's say this 530,000 number is just, like, wildly out of line from 1963, that that number was much bigger than it should have been, involuntarily, you know, committing people involuntarily. Um, let's say just 200,000, 250,000 people should have been less than half the number that was institutionalized. Just half that number should have been institutionalized. Now the population is 150 million people larger greater than the population was then we should have a great many more than forty-five thousand people in mental institutions based on any way you slice the math and honestly you know washington dc i got it in my neighborhood there are people yelling and screaming at two o'clock in the morning and at two o'clock in the afternoon and and outside the grocery store and you know yada 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 so i just and and explains you know um uh, the, uh, the Democrat Party, <laughs> to some extent or another. That is a serious thing. And, and we have abdicated. We, um, you know, we, we have not, we're not caring for people. We've done a terrible, terrible job, a horrible, terrible job of dealing with mental illness in the United States of America and throwing people out on the street is not the fix. And I got to say this, you know, non-binary mass murderer in Colorado Springs is but one example. How about the lunatic that broke into Pelosi's house, the nudist activist Green Party member that the media then depicted as a Donald Trump supporter um, because he has access to the Internet or something? Pretty amazing times uh, that we're in. And honestly, Washington, D.C., it's not just Capitol Hill and Congress. But the tent cities all over the place, what, what do you think that's about? Just, you know, just on hard times, lost a job, no family, no house, no homeless shelter? No. No. 530,000 John F. Kennedy, 45,000 today. Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's one catch, though. It's got to be during what we call extraordinary times. You know, like now uh, with the world and our economy. uh, Don't you think it qualifies as an extraordinary time? You need to call 888 446 five three two zero to get your personal wealth protection guide today my friends at american alternative assets are there to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira the fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status so call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now. Before it's too late, call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Now, that's uh, that's big stuff. That is... uh, that means something, and we have all these political, so-called leaders. What what are they doing? What are they doing? They're taking the votes, is what they're doing. All well, right, I tell you what. Uh, let's go to the telephones and talk to normal people. Let's go to let's go to Will calling from Springfield, Virginia. William, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
1: Well, thank you, Chris. And let me preface what I say by saying my girlfriend is Chinese. She's not Chris. She's more like Fang ding Ding, not Christine Fang Fang.
0: Well, that's good. We don't want any more Fang Fangs in the country spying on us all.
1: No, we don't. And I love her so much. She's from Shanghai. Um, I want to... Ha- I have a slight disagreement with the WMAL. I was hospitalized in 1977 for multiple suicide attempts, uh, had a uh, family dysfunctional uh, situation, medication I was on. They Back then they didn't do any uh, monitoring of side effects. So I'm lucky to be here. I'm,
0: well, God bless I'm you. I'm
1: a senior citizen. Well, thank you. I'm a senior citizen. And the state hospital, my parents were traveling WMAL, and they would not have discharged. They would not have discharged me uh, to the streets. My family had to come. My parents had to come from traveling worldwide, and so I was put into their care.
0: Now, when you see the situation on the streets of Washington D.C. and beyond, uh, what do you think?
1: I think a lot of it is promoted politically by the Democratic Party to create chaos and uh people don't talk about mental health issues uh, mental health that kind of takes a back seat to uh uh gun violence and um i think it's just uh and they they want to have it they want to create chaos and yeah. have it as a argument
0: yeah yeah and you see, you see mental illness uh, etched on the faces of people out on the street, homeless people living under bridges and so on, right?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and we all do. Um, it's quite obvious. It's plain for anyone to see. And I don't see our government doing anything about it. <laughs> I was just channeling the lyrics from this song, and now Michael's pulled it up there like magic. Little Talking Heads, David Byrne.
2: The joy of the Mike McKay
0: Library. Yes, from the Mike McKay Music Library. Still miss you, Mike McKay. Yes, sir. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, Gavin Newsom. He's uh, the poser, the poser from California. He's uh, he's he's assured Joe Biden he won't run for president if Joe Biden's running, but if Joe Biden's not running, uh, deductive reasoning would dictate that that the poser will run and the Democrats will all vote for him because they wanna they wanna spread monkeypox with him, don't they? They wanna they wanna get into a mosh pit with. Uh, Lots of forty weight and uh, yeah yeah crazy crazy people. Now here's a, a story of another Democrat. Uh, WFLA in Florida, woman sues Kraft Hines. You know uh, uh, Teresa Hines Kerry. Um, she's the, she inherited the fortune from her late husband, uh, Senator John Hines, who died in an aviation crash. And then uh, John Kerry moved in on her and married her because she's, you know, like uh, where the billion dollars private jets and um, they got, they had to get an extra tall jet to make room for his forehead because, you know, he's got enough forehead for four heads, this guy. But woman sues Kraft Heinz, eventually there will just be one food company, sues Tyson, Kraft, Hines, Oscar Mayer. It'll be one big corporation. Then they'll turn it into an acronym. Woman sues Kraft Hines for $5 million. Says mac and cheese preparation isn't as advertised. She wants $5 million. Why? What is this? Florida Woman seeks $5 million in suit over microwavable mac and cheese. Microwavable mac and cheese. Out of Hialeah, Florida. Uh, A Florida woman is suing the Kraft Heinz Food Company for $5 million, claiming they misled the public about the time it takes to prepare Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese cups. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. Court records show that the West Palm Beach-based law firm filed a lawsuit on behalf of a Hialeah woman in the U.S. District Court, Southern District of Florida, On November 18th, Amanda Ramirez, listed as the main plaintiff for the class action lawsuit, which alleges that Kraft Heinz violated federal law by saying Velveeta shells and cheese cups take three and a half minutes to prepare. But see, she discovered that that's just the period of time that it takes to microwave, Uh, but See, it's more complicated than that. Ready in three and a half minutes is printed on the box, which is the amount of time the product takes to cook in a microwave oven. However, the suit says it takes more time to complete the other required steps. This is how the lawsuit describes the cooking process. First, consumers must remove lid and cheese sauce pouch. Next, they must add water and fill uh, the, uh, the cup up to the line And then stir. Third, microwave uncovered on high for three and a half minutes. Do not drain like your brain. Finally, they should stir in contents of cheese sauce pouch. The defendant notes that the cheese sauce will thicken upon standing. See, that's not three and a half minutes. I think they left something out here, don't they? First, you have to get out of your crack house bed. And then you have to go to the grocery store, whether you crawl there or steal a car, carjack somebody to go there. Um, and uh, then you have to come home and make it. So she wants five million dollars because you know it's misleading. It's you got to stir, you got to pull the cardboard thing back. Uh, don't forget you got to shover it, shovel it into your moronic pie hole because uh, that takes a little time too. But that's it. Consumers seeing ready in three and a half minutes will believe it represents the total amount of time it takes to prepare the product, the lawsuit says, meaning from the moment it is unopened to the moment it's ready for consumption. That's not three and a half minutes. This lady's got a good point. She's real smart. This is uh, what happens when, you know, one out of 10 people gets a law degree. So sue me. (laughs) Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh uh. Man, oh, man. I still think the voluntary human extinction movement. I was also reading because I was uh, doing John F. Kennedy research over the weekend. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, you know, killed John F. Kennedy because he was sexually unfulfilled by his wife who sexually humiliated him. And the headline says Maria. It's actually Marina because everyone's illiterate today, including Chunk Todd. Yeah, he feared he would be exposed as a loser. Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated JFK because he was humiliated by his wife Marina, who mocked him as sexually inadequate and cheated on him with a businessman. You know how those businessmen are. Writes an author who befriended the Oswalds as a teen. Now, Marina Oswald is still alive and well. I think she's one year older than Joe Biden. And she lives in Texas, last time I looked. And uh, why doesn't, uh, you know, uh, ABC News interview her about, uh, about everything? And uh, Marina Oswald, who is, you know, sexually humiliating, um, Lee Harvey. Hey, Lee Harvey. Uh, <laughs> you should really, you should probably never marry a Soviet war bride from Savorodvinsk, in northern Russia, on the White Sea. I would discourage that personally, and especially with uh, Marina Oswald as an example—the <laughs> only Soviet Savorodvinsk war bride that I know. Although I have been to Savorodvinsk, but I don't think I met any uh, any uh, uh, brides. Yeah, but uh, that is uh, so. That's you know that's the thing. You know, a Soviet woman came to the United States, got Lee Harvey, ding, 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 clang, clang, clang with the trolley, uh, like she won the lottery, but I guess she didn't think Lee Harvey was there. She married another guy a couple of years after, I think his name is Porter, a couple of years after uh, Lee Harvey got shot by Jack Ruby. <laughs> this is what commies bring everywhere they go, Okay. Uh, 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 uh Also, uh, the New York Times, as a piece, had a piece over the weekend uh, arguing that it's the Republican Party that enables political violence. And uh, that's uh, that's the New York Times. Of course, they they left out the hundreds and hundreds of riots and the thousands of businesses looted and burned by the Democrats and the thousands literally of police officers. Uh, injured by the Democrats. They left out the suicide attacks by Democrats on police in New York City, Washington, D.C., right on Capitol Hill, uh, Dallas, Texas, Baton Rouge, and myriad others uh, that weren't mass murders, most of them, but suicide attacks on the police. Uh, the suicide attack on Republican members of Congress on a baseball field, they left all that out. They left out the fire bombings of the churches after the Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade was leaked. By a Democrat who's still, um, you know, there is no accountability in Washington anymore. I bet it's a woman who is interning, uh, who is doing a clerkship for one of the Democrat nominees to the court, and she's got rich parents who are big Democrat Party donors. Uh, but we got to find out who that was. I'll go down. And I'll find out in a day. I wouldn't even have to waterboard him. I'd, I'd know. I'd know exactly how to get it out him. Get it out of him in a day. Pretty amazing times, amazing times. All right, we've got. Uh, let's go to Chunk, because where does Chunk? Uh, oh yeah, Anthony Fauci was on Meet the Press with Chunk Todd, former Democrat Senate campaign staffer. His wife runs a left-wing, radical, destroy America uh, political consultancy in Virginia. Millions of dollars from the Bernie Sanders campaigns, and this is all okay with NBC News. Um, and here is Anthony Fauci. You remember him? He's on his uh, victory lap. He's on a victory tour. It's like Elton John and uh, Anthony Fauci. And Anthony Fauci's on there with Chunk Todd. And now they're talking about bringing back mask mandates and vaccine mandate, new vaccine mandates. And uh, I, I, it's like communist China, what they're doing right now. They've got these lockdowns and people are rioting in the streets because they want freedom. Uh, but they're getting the snot beat out of them. And a BBC reporter got stomped and kicked and beaten to the ground by the Chinese communists who stomped the hell out of them. And uh, what did the BBC said? Like, we're, were disappointed or something like that. he uh, said he didn't say he was a reporter when they were hitting him. He didn't say he was a reporter. you got to say you're a reporter. And then, uh, then they'll, you know, drag you away in, into a gulag. You'll be making Nikes for LeBron James in no time at all. Let's. Uh, here's a uh, soundbite number one. Anthony Fauci on uh, COVID, and, COVID, and and China.
2: Their approach has been very, very severe and rather draconian in the kinds of shutdowns, without a seeming purpose.
0: Huh? No sense of irony, these people. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you ask Fauci whether we should have locked down the way we locked down, he he might say no. And the schools locked down the way we locked them down. He might say no, but uh, he sees the Chinese Communist Party, with whom he's done uh, a good deal of business over the years, over the decades, and you know, some funding, our money, uh, through Fauci to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Their approach is severe and draconian. You see where they locked the people in the building so they couldn't get out, then there was a fire, and 10 of them were burned alive in the building because communists. And they're beating the hell out of everybody because communists. And uh, Fauci, listen to this one, he could be talking about former Democrat mayor of New York from the Cuomo organized crime family. He groped so many women that even he had to eventually uh, resign. You know, and the Democrats grope women all over the place, always have. Fauci uh, and uh, the communists.
2: But also, interestingly, also they did not, for reasons that I don't fully appreciate, protect the elderly by making sure the elderly got vaccinated. So if you look at the, pre- the prevalence of vaccinations among the elderly, that it was almost counterproductive. The people you really needed to protect were not getting protected.
0: Uh, like uh, New York under Governor Cuomo, which you didn't say anything about. And, they, and then uh, Chunk Todd, uh, the great imposter, as his wife calls him, uh, he jumped in and he doesn't know the he doesn't know words very well english is uh, not his first language and uh, actually it is he just doesn't speak very well and uh, he's a, he thinks that the uh, regime in china is authoritative not authoritarian uh, but he is suggesting that the communists are systematically murdering this is a conspiracy theory to beat the band here he goes spreading conspiracy theories
2: almost as if it was a strategy well, I mean, I hate to be putting in those terms, but it all, an authoritative regime like that, it almost looked like a strategy, yeah. not a mistake.
0: Uh, yeah, an authoritative regime. They're, they're quite authoritative. When China speaks, people listen because they're authoritative. <clears throat> he meant to say authoritarian, um, but he's just a million-dollar newsacre in Washington, D.C., and uh, no big deal. Then Fauci, that was NBC, then Fauci went over to ABC where he hung out with Martha Raddatz and uh, cause George Snuffleupagus wasn't there. And so Martha Raddatz, cause Thanksgiving weekend and you know, you gotta go to you know uh, Paris or something. And uh, Martha Raddatz with Anthony Fauci.
2: You heard Dr. Fauci, the administration is launching a new campaign urging people to get those flu shots, get those COVID boosters. I think only about 11% have gotten the booster so far, maybe 42 million, the flu shot.
0: We've talked about this so many times. People aren't listening. What do you do? What do you do? People aren't listening. She was incredulous and authoritative that uh, that people aren't listening. Gee, I wonder why people aren't listening. Maybe it's because the news media, according to the New York Times, is the number one threat to our democracy. And uh, and all these people, Chunk and Martha Reddits, can all say, and I helped. <laughs> And then Fauci, because uh, not to be outdone, went over to CBS. He was on NBC, then he was on ABC, then he went over to CBS for Face the Nation. They should just combine them and call it Face the Meat. And um, Margaret Brennan was uh, the actress uh, posing as a reporter there.
2: The Republican uh, House has, mm-hmm. has said that they're going to, and that's fine with me. You'll I mean- appear. Oh, of course. I mean, I am very much in favor of of legitimate oversight. They've clearly politicized it. I'm not political at all. But it is very clear when people are running their campaigns mm-hmm. with an anti-Fauci element to it. I mean, that's ridiculous.
0: That's come on. Can't, why would anybody? Me, I'm not political at all. I'm not a hall. And uh, then and then uh, the Republicans have politicized it. Oh, really? You didn't notice that this whole thing was political from the very beginning when President Trump was holding press conferences and the left was politicizing it, and you were the star of the show and the media loves you and you had a twinkle in your eye and a and a crooked smile and and the media's loved you since AIDS and and um, yeah the new Republicans are political. I'm not political at all. You're politicizing it right there by indicting the Republicans for politicizing it. It was a very political event. One of the most political events in the history of the country. And you're in the eye of the storm. And you think you can just skate through. Guess again. I'm not political at all. At all. And they all, all the Democrat stooges at ABC, NBC, and CBS, they sit there and nod in approving agreement. Then they go get lunch.
2: Just sit yourself in front of the television because you'll have a lot of popcorn uh, to pop and watch.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Well, grooming works, NBC News reports. Um, uh, the New York Times says it's Republicans. that enable political violence. I think the vice president, Kamala Harris, raised bail money for looters and arsonists attacking the police and thousands injured, billions in property damage. But that was righteous, man, because St. George Floyd died of a cardiac event while pumped full of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Pay no attention. Uh, You guys burn churches like uh, some people light cigarettes, but pay no attention to that. And then there's this the Washington Post today has a uh, story Downstate is a play about pedophiles it's also brilliant pretty amazing stuff Peter Marks he likes this topic Bruce Norris's off-Broadway work is tough stuff questioning how society treats those convicted of heinous acts out of New York take a deep breath and try to ruminate calmly on a position playwright Bruce Norris takes in his scintillating new play Downstate that the punishments inflicted on some pedophiles are so harsh and unrelenting as to be inhumane reminds me of a teacher in Texas well,
1: we're going to call them maps, no modern, attractive persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old.
0: Don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. And he writes, are you still reading? It's almost impossible to broad brush the perspective at the heart of this impeccably acted drama without sounding as if one is advocating some extraordinary level of consideration for individuals who have committed unspeakable crimes. Yet, that's what they're doing at the Washington Post. Pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff. Oh, and that's, uh, yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee on with um, the Reverend Al Charlatan on MSDNC over the weekend. Uh, Trump is responsible for political violence.
1: Let me just say this, uh, Rem Chompton. It is uh, very well documented that words nowadays can actually uh, break your bones. Words have generated violence. We've seen that since the former president of the United States generated his first remarks, beat him up, I'll pay for your lawyers. Yeah. And violence yeah. has been generated by words.
0: Yeah, violence has been generated by your words of the riots all over the country, the Democrat words, the sacking, looting, plundering of thousands of businesses, thousands of police injured, uh, dozens murdered, uh, many in suicide attacks, members of Congress shot in suicide attacks, Bernie Sanders volunteer. And Riverdale Sharpton, uh, please.